check, check yourself. Check it out, people. Yeah, anybody trying to give you the eye, uh-uh, it's going to go back to them triple. What? What is this show? Oh, hi. My name's Jess Wood, and welcome to Get Wood. Come on along and sing the song now. Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I am broad. I'm a broad, and I'm broader than Broadway. And I'm diddling, 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 I diddling myself. And it feels so good. Oh, your sauce will mix with ours. And we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah, what time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Wood. I said that at the beginning, but I'll say it again. Hi, hi, everyone. Welcome to another week of what in the world is happening here in our world by Jess Wood. Hi. Um, wow. Okay, first of all, let's talk about the jewelry shall we let's talk about the necklaces that i'm wearing right now and the earrings okay quick quick plug first of all citrine snakes shop desert moon she's amazing the dolphin okay if any of you know me and you've known me for a while then you know i call my clit the dolphin because it just makes sense right now I went on to the, one of those Instagram giveaway things where you think, oh no, they is this real or they just want traffic to their site? Well, let me tell you something about Gem Dust. J-E-M-D-U-S-T, Gem Dust. And that's not just my nickname when I was a Chola and I was smoking a lot of dust. No, that's the name of this store on Instagram, Gem Dust. And I won this jumping dolphin. It can be more my style. <laughs> Dolphins jumping. Because you know the clip. Okay. Then lastly, but certainly not leastly, this beauteous, beauteous rosary shaped. That's right. The Jew wears a rosary once in a while. There's no cross on it, so my aunt wouldn't mind. But this beautiful crystal rosary. She's the rainbow. That's right. Our girl, M. Jim. She's the rainbow. Hey, hey. Also, if you feel like you're really excited to help Jess Wood out and you don't really want to buy any easily distracted merchandise, which is fine, but you can always Venmo me. You know, you can Venmo me at Jess-Wood-10. Ah! What? And whatever you feel like, you know, I just want to put it out there because I see that a lot of motherfuckers are getting paid and, uh, I'm, I, I deserve to get paid. So I do this show for free and I know that everybody gets a lot of laughs out of it and a lot of tetes. So look at titties free. Ooh, I think I actually almost gave you a nipple in that one. Uh, but booby and free show Venmo. I say, why not? Anyhow. Hey kids, what a fucking week it's been, huh? I'm so excited about the energy in the nation do you find that after last week's inauguration energy in the nation a collective shoulder release a collective exhale of everyone's tension for the last four years it's like we were with a really mean dad 
Like our dad took care of us for a while. It was like, I guess I'll take these fucking rugrats. I guess I'll take care of them for four years. And then he didn't let us do anything. He took all of our fun away. He took all, he told us he, we couldn't play with our friends anymore. He got us sick and he just, and he was a dick. And he, and he made the people that we know are the most ignorant, the most mad and, and come and gang up on us now. We don't stand for that. We don't stand for that. So fuck when the inauguration came and everyone, I mean, when the Obamas showed up, forget the Bob Obamas. How much does that make you want to just, <laughs> I just want to hug everybody. Well, I, I do want to hug everybody anyways, but the collective sigh and exhale and shoulders released from the, from the whole nation, you could feel it. Except for those ignoramuses that didn't, you know, they're still looking for their teeth. So we don't really care what they think. Uh, but the the feeling of the entire nation just going, ah, oh, thank God. It's like we got transferred from a bad foster home into a good foster home. And now our new foster parents are like, don't worry, we're not going to let them bully you. Don't worry, we accept you for everything that you are. Don't worry, we're going to make everyone responsible who's caused you any pain and damage. And you're like, oh my God, I can't even believe this is real. Thank you, new foster parents. Thank you. So you can really, I mean, I can feel it in the air tonight. Come on. Can you feel it coming in the air tonight? Come on. So, Mm -mm, what a delightful way to start our week last week. And uh, such a difference between the week before. <laughs> Couldn't be more of a difference. So what an exciting time. Now, during the, the week of the, uh, what was it called? Insurrection. And uh, the fucking white people going crazy at the Capitol. I happened to, at the same time, make a batch of really, really strong weed brownies. Now, I'm sorry you all didn't get any. Uh, some of you did, I'm sure. But uh, I tried to pass out as many as I could because they make me pass out. Uh, it is, they're so strong. I make it in the butter. Of course, you make it in the butter. You're going to make it in the fucking butter. Thank you, Ramon. Ah, I, um, I feel good this morning. I did my meditation. I did my writing. This is the shit, you guys. When we show up for ourselves... There's a glow that happens when it, it, no one else can give us such a glow, even if you're really enjoying the person you're fucking at the moment. You still get a glow, I get it, but this glow from your stuff, your, your insides, like, I meditated, I went and played around in the snow this morning. That's right, motherfuckers, snow. Anyways, um, I made these weed brownies and they were spectacularly strong, but what I realized about weed brownies, now there's a couple of dangers to the weed brownie. And, and I know that I make them strong, uh, but the danger in my weed brownie is that, well, in anybody's weed brownie, really, when you eat a weed brownie or half a weed brownie, whatever your, floats your boat, and you sit for a second, you go, whew, I'm kind of high off that weed brownie. And then what sets in? The fucking munchies. And then you're like, mm, I, I could go for something sweet right now. Mm, something sweet right now. God, I could use something sweet right now. And then you go and you eat another fucking brownie. It's a cycle that's dangerous is what I'm saying. Because you can find yourself passed, or I found myself passed out around 8.30 p.m. just on the couch, just mouth breathing and drooling down my neck, 
It's an attractive picture. I know. Thank you for joining me there. Oh, I wanted to also show off to you. I did get a new microphone for my uh, podcast listeners out there, my audio only listeners. You know, they were really getting the short end of the stick for the last few weeks when I all my, my microphone had broken uh, off it before I moved from Los Angeles and I didn't prioritize it. And what the fuck is that about? Let's not beat ourselves up. I got it. It's here now. Here now. That's what it's all about, kids. Get your shit grounded here and now. Oh, grounded. Speaking of grounded, you know who I'm going to talk about right now, right? If you've been listening for the past few weeks, you know that I did go to a pop-up art show that had a delightful and delicious gentleman who had uh, selling his uh, wares and uh, jewelry, beautiful jewelry, stamped and and custom, just gorgeous. And I, uh, his company name is Five Hundred Five Ground. Do you see? I have to touch. I have to touch a titty for a second when I talk about him. Uh, <laughs> and I did talk about him and how excited I was by his sales approach. 505 ground, meaning grounded, meaning get yourself grounded. He makes jewelry where if you're a little anxious, you can touch the jewelry and oh God, yeah. So it got me a little excited, a little excited. Jessica, you talked about blowing him. Okay, so I did. All right. So then a couple people were like, hey, be careful. You know, you're talking about blowing someone locally and you might run into them again or they might get in touch with you. Well, lo and behold, who got in touch with me? Through my DMs. Yes, he slid into the DMs as a good gentleman would. And he left me the nicest note, you guys. He he said, uh, he said, hey, I heard your show and I want to thank you for the compliments. And I I started cracking and I, I wrote him back and I said, you're so welcome. And then I just did three like big smiley emoji, laughy emoji faces. Because what else can you do when you're confronted with, with the man that you joked about blowing. I mean, obviously I'm a comedian. There's some truth from our stuff. All of our comedy comes from a truth. When somebody says to you something shitty and then they go, oh, just kidding. You know what? Fuck you, dude. How about that? You fucking take it back right now because I know there was a touch of truth to that. So I can say the same. I'll admit it. All of my shit is based in truth and, and love. Truth and love and cursing. I always say that. That's uh, something that you have to know. You don't have to be all spiritual. You don't have to be all love and laughter for spirituality. Spirituality comes from fucking keeping your shit together and saying no when you mean no. Mm-hmm. Anyway, gotta protect yourself. So anyway, this guy wrote to me and he was like, hey, thanks for the compliment. And I was like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. And I thought, what a nice way he got back you know what a nice thing that he did to compliment and to and to be like hey thanks and and he knew that it was like just a loving thing because obviously I'm not gonna go and blow him behind his vending area you know I'm not gonna go and get on my knees behind the the card table you know in the middle of the parking lot I mean that was the old Jess okay that was the old me the new me is like no I want to have some fun here and yes it did get me quite moist to talk to him. Ah! All right, you fuckers. If you, okay, we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about this scientifically now because I've, I've dealt with that word before here on this show where I don't, I, 
oh, I get so fucking riled up when women, especially women, are like, I don't like that word. I think moist is like disgusting and like gross. You know what I have to say? Then you don't like your WAP. You don't like your WAP? Then fuck, man. Are you okay? I mean, if you don't like a moist WAP, you would rather us say, oh, the cake is damp. That cake tasted so damp. No, fuckers. Or do you say to your guy, like, I am so damp for you right now. I'm getting so damp. Ew. Will it be moldy next? Because that sounds disgusting. Like there, maybe there's a hole in a rooftop somewhere and there's rain leaking on something because it's not okay. Okay, so here's the science behind it. Ready? I was listening to NPR. That's right, fuckers. I listen to NPR. I listen to NPR. I watch porn. I am a balanced bitch. Do you understand what I'm talking about right now? Okay. So on NPR, that's right, National Public Radio, if you didn't know, they were talking about how moist was one of the top 26 most hated words of 2020 and 2019. Whereas I step in and I go, wait, hold on a second. What? How could that be? Also, what are hate, what, what words do people hate besides hateful words? This is my problem. I love words so much, but you know what words I hate? Hateful words. You know what's not a hateful word? Moist. You know what it means? Do you know what? This woman went out, a journalist, NPR, fuckers, I'll say it again. NPR journalist female went out and was like, why is there such an an upset about this word. Well, guess what, ass wipes? Not you, but the fuckers who don't like it. Here's the deal. It's sexist to not like that word. You got it? Yes! Do you understand? If you don't like the word moist, then you have a problem with the female genitalia. I, I, I was telling you that for years. I've been saying this since, since I got into a fight with those people in their Thanksgiving Yes, I was invited to Thanksgiving at someone's house and I got into a fight with the two couples in the kitchen because I said, ooh, the turkey looks nice and moist. And the girls both went, oh my God, could you not say that word? And I said, whoa, you two are married wives. You better like the word moist. You better have a moist fucking get in there, get in there. You know, when I'm, when I'm touching myself all the time, it's very moist. It's Oh, so moist. So anyway, it's on the come up. And I think if you all want to be so-called woke out there, then get a fucking grip and realize that sexism is still the biggest fucking problem. Yes, we have racism still. We have transism. We have homophobia. We have all that stuff. But God damn it. Let the women have that wet put. Remember when wet ass pussy, remember when WAP came out and everyone was like, what am I supposed to tell my daughter? Talk to her about her vagina, you asshole. Talk to her about how beautiful and lovely and self-cleaning because it's not like wipe it up, you dirty bleeder. You know, when I was uh, buying the pads that had the wipe in them, I was very upset at, at Always. I said, you know, Always, give us a break, will ya? Why do you have to sell us a, a feminine pad that comes with a baby wipe? It's subliminally, you're telling me I'm disgusting and that's not okay. So guess what? woke up i'm trying to wake you motherfuckers up i don't care what do you think you think i care about like offending a white chick nah you knew that wasn't true for me 
I'm not afraid of offending anybody, really. I hope people get offended because you know what offended does? Offended starts a conversation. Offended goes, oh my goodness, I'm so offended. I can't believe it. And I say, why? Why are you offended? Let's talk about it. And let's talk about the need for honesty in this fucking culture that we live in. We have no honesty. We're not honest about the way we look. We're not honest about the way we feel. We're afraid to be upset or angry or feel like we're allowed to be, you know, pushy broads. Like I'm, I'm pushing this moist thing on you and I don't give a fuck. And people can leave the chat and people can not comment and people can stop following me. I don't care. Do you think if I cared, I would be like that? I mean, you know, I've been like this the whole time. It's just now that the universe is kind of like, okay, I guess we'll get society to kind of catch up on you. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up on me, bitch. Catch up. Let's go. This is a, this is the perfect week to be doing this shit. Do you know why? Palindrome. Portals, palindromes. Do you know what the fuck a palindrome is? Yes, you do. I see who's in the chat room. You motherfuckers all know what a goddamn palindrome is. It's when it's the same backwards as it is forwards. For those of you listening who don't know, okay? So, portals opening, shifts happening, caterpillars into butterflies. All of you understand the heaviness of these dates and this happening conjunction, age of Aquarius. Full moon, wolf moon, you better howl on Thursday or else you won't really get anything out of it. If you don't howl at the full wolf moon on Thursday, why are you even here, you know? So here's the thing. I get very worked up. I get very worked up. But dates, I love. I love numbers. As I love words, I love numbers. Now the word thing, like I said, I hate hateful words. And you know what hateful words are? When they put people down, any kind of bullshit, racism shit, that's a bad word. Do you think fucking moist is a bad word? Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. Yes. Miracles. Miracles, miracles, miracles. Exactly, Al. So what do we want to do? We want to focus on what we want. What can you do? What do you, do you not know what you want? Are you confused? Are you feeling a little anxious because of the fucking shifting and you've been in, you've been by yourself for a year or you've been locked up with your goddamn family for a year, whatever. It's all crazy. Well, guess what? You can do whatever you want. That's right. I mean, don't go out and murder people and shit. You know, I know a lot of people are into true crime right now, which I have to say once in a while, try to turn on a crime show. Like I grew up in Los Angeles. I remember when Richard Ramirez, the night stalker, I was a little kid, but I fucking remember that shit when he was out there. So I turned it on. I said, Oh, let me, let me see a little old LA. It was so nasty in the eighties, the seventies and eighties in Los Angeles. You guys, it was all cults and serial killers. That's just facts. So I turn it on and I'm like, maybe I'll watch a little Night Stalker, get, you know, L.A. back in the 80s. Uh, I lasted about 20 minutes. He took her eyes. He took her eyes? I'm changing the channel. Why are we making ourselves upset right now? I kind of understand it when Trump was in office and we could all like, we're like, I need to see something more horrifying than what's happening in real life. Let me look at a true crime thing because that's even more horrifying than what's happening in the government. But now I think we can ease up. I think we can listen to some HRZs that are really good for our balance and like let go of some negative emotions and shit. You know, we're going for the big, big stuff. Palindrome time. But I'll tell you, the number thing, it also really reminds me of my old friend Flacco. Now, Flacco 
was a junkie, junkie MacGyver. Now that's very important that you put that next, uh, <laughs> you got to put that title, junkie MacGyver. I've never known a man who shot up so much heroin every day and nodded out throughout the workday and yet was able to install anything. He could install the fucking the air conditioner. He could install the heater. He could put in the plumbing. He could, I mean, yes, it would take him quite some time because, you know, he'd install the heater. You know, there was some nodding off within the maintenance, but what a guy. And he was more into numbers than I ever could be. And I worked with him in the early 2000s in New York City at a place called Criff Dogs, which if you can, please go look that up. I don't believe they're open anymore, but it was the most badass hot dog, not a stand. It wasn't a hot dog stand, which I love when people are like, oh my God, you sold hot dogs in New York, like with the umbrella and stuff. And I was like, are you fucking out of your mind? No. Have you ever seen, first of all, have you ever seen a lady hot dog vendor? I've never seen it. Not that I don't believe there should be one, but I've never seen it. And I used to live next door to the vendors who would come every morning and get their goddamn vending carts from the holla. It was holla. It was in holla. It was all morning from the dawn, crack of dawn. Are you upset that you have maybe a rooster that lives next to you? How about a, a gentleman who, nala, hala, just screaming at each other and rats, the rat issue. So you really don't want to eat off. Anyway, the Crypt Dogs was a fantastic hot dog restaurant in the East Village that I worked at and Flacco was our junkie MacGyver maintenance and so every time there was a great date meaning like today hey Jess today it's seven eight nine you know like it would be like July 8th 2009 he got such a kick out of it so every time I have a some sort of number thing I'm like oh Flacco oh Flacco ah I miss him terribly I miss working at the Crypt Dogs I mean I had um the junkie MacGyver is the maintenance guy. I had a Jamaican cook uh, a lot of the time, a Jamaican cook, Mexican guys that cook. They, and it was just us. It was just us at the restaurant. There was never really any management or any owner. The owner would come around and he'd be, and he'd come in and he'd like yell at us and he'd go, what the fuck is all this? And he'd scream at us. And then he'd go upstairs and he'd take a bong hit in the office. And I was like, oh, I love my boss. And I, yes, I did fuck my boss. Okay, don't get it twisted. It's okay. I have plenty of Eskimo sisters out there who fucked him as well. So ha, don't even get it twisted up. But uh, it was such a good time at the Criff. Anyways, so I always think of Flacco, the junkie MacGyver, when I think of good numbers, you know, like the palindromes. So today, 12620, turn it, turn it, 21. Shut up, Jessica. 12621, turn it around. It's fucking 12621. Okay, so I, I think of Flacco fondly, fondly, fondly. Uh, I talked to my aunt uh, about the, <laughs> you know, my aunt loves to talk to me about politics. And, uh, but more than that, she likes to talk about what people are wearing when they're politicianing. And so the inauguration was no uh, different. And so she's the first thing I said, Hey, auntie, how do you, what do you think? Oh my God, what a day, what a beautiful day. And she goes, 
All I have to say is, how the fuck are they still in those heels? Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, yes, this is also a woman who, when the Taliban were getting interviewed on 60 Minutes, she said, they're very handsome. Uh, the Taliban is very handsome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. She, uh, she thought it was, uh, how were they in those heels? And I'm like, I don't know, Aunt Vicky, but they are in those heels. And she's like, how about Barack? Huh? I mean, is he fucking fuckable? <laughs> like, okay, you know what? This is why... I talk about blowing guys because I come from a long line of dick suckers. Do you understand? These Jewish women, these horny, horny Jewish women who don't seem to outgrow wanting to blow people. <laughs> I'll never outgrow this. I'm kind of psyched, actually. I'm kind of psyched. You know how Mama Z, if you didn't watch my interview with Mama Z a couple weeks ago on uh, What's Good with Jess Wood, please go and watch that because she is a woman in her 60s who said, and I quote, most of the women my age are either widowers or greeters at Walmart. And I don't want to do that because I like fucking young men. Hey, that's our spirit guide. Am I right? She's a fucking tremendous lady. So I'm going to just take her lead and say, yes, young men are delightful. All right. What else am I? Oh, you know, of course I have to talk about because it's in the collective, right? I have to talk about Bernie's mittens now because I'm talking about the inauguration. You don't you can't talk about the inauguration without talking about Bernie's fucking mittens. Now, uh, <laughs> I know it's played out by now because it's now a week later and everyone who's anyone had posted something that was Bernie. But I just want to say like a couple of my, well, the, my favorite thing of all is that he took it and made it into a fucking sweatshirt and then sold a bunch of sweatshirts and, and made a bunch of money for, to help feed people. That's the shit. I mean, that's the shit, right? That's what we're talking about all the time. Like what can we do here creatively that we can make other people happy, feel good, get warm, get fed, feel a little happiness in their day. That's what we're doing here. Ah, oh, Bernie. But my favorite, can I just indulge myself for one second here, please? Thank you. I'm a huge Wizard of Oz fan. Like, that's my favorite movie of all times ever. And what a shadow stalking movie too, right? Because in Oz, Dorothy kind of has to deal with the fact like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. Like, why do you want to go home, bitch? This place is fucking fascinating. And it's beautiful. And everyone's singing. And they get up uh, at noon. They start to work at 1. They take an hour for lunch. And then at three, they're done. Wait, jolly good fun. Did anyone ever notice the work ethic on these fucking people of Munchkin land? So, or not of Munchkin, but of Oz. Anyway, one of the Bernies was in, he was Oz. That was my shit. Also the one where he's Yoko and he's holding on to, to John Lennon. That was also very lovely. Um, I also enjoyed the NWA album cover. Okay, that's all. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, just before I go, I have to tell you, um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, uh, folks who've talked to me about my, uh, my aunt, especially, you know, you're talking about blowing guys on your show. Who knows? Maybe you get an angry girlfriend, a wife coming after you. Nice. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And also, would I also react like this? I don't know. I'm not in an intimate relationship where women who are comedians talk about wanting to fuck or blow the man I'm with. Now, 
if I were to get approached by said woman, girlfriend, or wife, I believe that I would have to just say to her, hey, sis, your man is hot. I'm joking about it, but it's coming from a real place. God bless. Good luck. Go to him. Give him what maybe he needs or doesn't need or indulge him because I'm talking about blowing him. You probably want to blow him right now if you're feeling upset with me. I'm not saying, because I love women. Women, I'm on your side. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want. I want to be able to, uh, you know, I used to have women who came up to the wolf and were like, hi, oh my God. And I was always like, stab, stab. And then I think, no, Jessica, calm it down. Kamate, kamate. He is getting looked at by other women and he's coming home with you. Well, he had no other place to go, but he was coming home with me. So really the next time I'm dating someone, which, <laughs> God, I hope it's soon. Uh, it will be in a way that I am open to the understanding that if I find him attractive, if I find him sexy, if I want to go and blow him behind the bending area, then maybe perhaps a lot of women would. And that is such a compliment. And it reminds me that I am a lucky, lucky lady. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck. If you've ever been a baby to begin with. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, I can't leave yet. I have another story to tell you uh, about an adventure that I went on on Friday night. I do a live show Friday as well. If you want to join me, it's 530 Pacific, 630 Mountain and 830 in the East. And it is me live and it is called What's Good with Jess Wood. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, this show has been tremendous for me. It's been a wonderful time of uh, interviewing people that I love and respect every week uh, of different arts and cultures. And uh, anytime I can go out and do something live with the show, I go out and do it. Uh, the beginning of the month, I, I hit the Albuquerque Art Walk. And last weekend, I or last Friday, I went to the Secret Gallery. Now, the reason I I think they call it the secret galleries because this fucking thing is very hard to find. It's a, it's a hard gallery to find. But also, I'm a bit of a uh, don't write all the things down. And so I wasn't really extra prepared when I got off the bus on Central Avenue to then go down 4th Street and just look for the secret gallery. So yeah, I got lost. And I mean, maybe not lost, but I did ask for some help from my watchers of the live and god bless you alexis alexis you are a lifesaver woman but as i told everyone there as i as i wandered down these desolate and dark streets with no street lamps uh, around at all i said to everyone hey you know what at least if i get murdered it'll be live and everyone loves true crime and also you know my gps and it can't get more exciting than that so i'm coming up on this building when I get the address from my lovely Al and I come up on this building it's so beautiful the facade has this gorgeous pink 
giant sign outside that says drugs. And I'm like, ooh, this is a great looking spot. And then I see this older looking Hispanic woman who's painted on the side of the of the wall on the outside. So I'm like, ooh, I bet that's someone's abuela. And she's so beautiful. And look at, and she's surrounded by like these herbal flowers and stuff. And I go, look at this place. It's so cool. And fuckers, it was, I made it. That's where it was. I got to the secret gallery unbeknownst to me. I just kind of wandered. Oh, whoops. And there were cactus that had lights in them and beautiful photographs inside and sculptures and pottery and, and, uh, um, uh, hand just all this handmade jewelry. And there was a DJ going the whole time. So you can go back and watch it. It's beautiful, but it's a lot of fun. The half the fun was me almost getting, uh, completely lost and murdered from, Central Ave to South Borales. And, uh, and so I said, listen, don't worry, everybody. I'm, I'm going to be okay. And I asked the guys at the end, Hey, who's that lady? Is that somebody's abuela? And they said, no, that's the woman who used to own this shop, who was the biggest herbalist and is in the Smithsonian. Shut up. Okay, so I was freaking out. So they get all the information on the show from on Friday. But oh my God, it was so beautiful. So I stood out there while the guys went back in, put the music back on. It was almost over. So I called myself a car because I'm fancy like that. So I'm waiting for my lift. And if anybody knows, if anyone lifts right now, it's really kind of a sad state of affairs. And I feel so spoiled by saying that. But it used to be when you first, when Lyft first started, you didn't have to wait like more than, I don't know, two to seven minutes, you know, for a car to come up. Hey, is this for Jess? Yeah, come on in. And then you felt all cute and got in. Now, uh, it's like 15, 20 minutes. Um, and in Burke, there's really only like eight or nine Lyft drivers. For real. I'm not even joking. That's like a real fact. Uh, so I'm waiting for my lift and I'm standing outside of the gallery and it's obviously lit and there's music coming. And I, and I really had, you know, I was looking at the, the moon is getting full, beautiful photographs I'm taking. There was a mural across the street of all these religious figures. So I'm really enjoying my moment, just being grounded 505 ground and being grounded in these moments when all of a sudden I see this older white gentleman. When I say older, I mean like this cat was pushing like 80, I want to say at least. And he looked a little shifty on his feet. And I don't want to say that maybe he had the, the alls or something like that, but I think he was drunk. I'm pretty sure he was drunk. And I say this because I did smell him from very far away and we were both masked. So that's some heavy booze, pal, uh, through the mask. That's some heavy, heavy booze. So, uh, he gets about six feet from me and he stops and he goes, <laughs> and he's talking away from me. So like I'm standing here and he's talking away from me and he goes, uh, young lady. And I said, yeah. And he goes, do you need somewhere to spend the night tonight? And I said, no, thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Like I said, I appreciate you when this drunk man thought that I was a hooker or maybe a meth head just standing in there. I had 
had an outfit on. I had my hair and makeup done. I had my phone in my hand. I thought, you know what? I haven't seen any methy hookers that look as pulled together as this. And I'm not competing. I'm not being shitty to the methy hookers. They do very well for themselves. But me, myself, feeling like I'm a clean young lady standing here. Young lady. I like that he said that, actually. Young lady. But I said, no, I appreciate you, though, sir. Thank you. I'm thanking him for asking me if I want to come spend the night with him. But, you know, we get in, in, in those moments, you can get a little nervous. So he goes, okay. And then he just walked away. Now, I was not uh, upset. I was not scared. I was a little complimented, actually, because he said young. Young lady. <laughs> That's like the time I was on the L.A. subway and I was wearing leggings. My one and only time I wore leggings on the L.A. subway. And a man came by and he said to me as he walked by, he said, I could kidnap you right now. It's always these crazy white men. You know it is. They're the scariest. Uh, I could kidnap you right now, he said to me. And I was like, huh? And it, for a moment, I got really scared. And then in the next moment, I thought, hang on. He called me a kid. Kidnapping, eh? Like the old man calling me young lady. I don't know, but I'm feeling pretty good about it. Oh, my goodness. Um, so anyways, uh, that's the show. I think I got to everything. Oh, yeah. Secret gallery. Whose abuela is that? Uh, I had such a great time this week, you guys. And today I woke up to a beautiful, beautiful, snowy, snowy day. And yesterday I... I didn't know it was going to snow, but it looked kind of dark and I had to go get groceries. So I was walking out to get groceries. And then all of a sudden th there was a fucking blizzard. I'm not even joking you. What happens in Albuquerque? It's pretty intense. Like it can be sunny and so pretty and like 50 degrees. And then you walk like three blocks and I, I was in a blizzard, a fucking blizzard. It was like <laughs> snow was pelting me in the face. The wind was like, and I was like, what the fuck? And I'm so stubborn. I was like, I'm not turning around. What am I, a fucking pussy? Like, I'm like, and you know, pussy is not the right word. We should be using ball sack. What am I, a ball sack? Because they're very weak. The ball sack can't handle a lot. It's very sensitive. It's very soft. It needs like, oh, don't get near the ball sack. Whereas the pussy like, bam, 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 bam. You know what I mean? Like, like we can do a lot to this little girl and she takes it. So I don't think I'm going to say that anymore. So I stayed in the storm and I said, what am I, a ball sack? I'm not turning back. And I just fucking went, went, went. And it was just, I mean, insane. Then I got to the store and I come out of the store. Motherfuckers, I, okay, I took my hat off. My coat was open. No gloves. This, no wind. Sun came back. What in the fuck? Some multiple personality disorders over here in Albuquerque, baby. Woo, Lord. And you know what? I love it. You know what I love? You and fucking weather. Yeah. You live with four years with no weather. I lived in Los Angeles under the Trump administration. It was a torture. Now I'm here and I'm surrounded by real, real, real people. Land. Mmm. Weather. <sighs> you like that? Collective shoulders down. I'm so glad that we got to have this time together. Oh, uh, it's so nice we had this time together. If you're over 40 years old, you'll under that <laughs> you understand that song. But uh, for real, listen, I'm back on Friday. 
I cannot wait to see you again. I really, really hope that you take all this energy and all this beautiful time that we have to sit quietly, listen to your body, see if you don't, if you don't like that, don't do that. If you like that, do it. And if you're not hurting yourself or hurting anybody, you're doing, you're doing great. You're killing it. You are. This is a weird time, a hard time. If you want to do a sourdough starter, good fucking for you. If you want to sit in, on the couch and watch TV and, and binge an entire show, good for you. Don't let anybody f make you feel bad about what you have to do right now to get through all this, okay? Because Lord knows, I'm masturbating like a man. I mean, not like that. I wouldn't feel a thing, would I? This is some bullshit. <laughs> Nope, I'm masturbating to the dolphin. Clitoris, clitoris, yay! All right, Mulva, I love you guys so much. I will see you next Tuesday, or I will see you on Friday, or both. How about that? Slide into my DMs and ask about merchandise if you want any easily distracted. I got t-shirts, I got tank tops, I got boy shorts. Also, if you'd like and you're feeling so generous and like, oh my God, Jessica, you're really doing a great job here. We want to support you. You can go to my Venmo and Venmo me however you're feeling. How about it? Jess-Wood-10. I guess apparently there are 10 other Jess Woods. How is that? Anyhow, I love you, love you, love you. I cannot wait to see you again. Okay, babies, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Don't suck a dick you don't like. Don't lick a pussy you don't like. And don't do anything that's going to hurt you. Okay? Take it easy. I love you so much. I'll see you next time.